0: Resilience Movement Podcast. I'm your host Donna Moles and I'm extremely grateful that you have tuned in, whether this is your first podcast that you're listening to or your 50th podcast. I think I have more than 50. Um, Let me tell you a bit about the Resilience Movement and the reason this podcast came about is it was about helping people develop their resilience muscle and have a more joyful, peaceful and balanced life. Overcoming adversity without spending years being debilitated with fear and anxiety, leading to depression and other health issues. So, taking your life back and realizing that you have choices in life, and every day you can contribute to your inner well being and your overall happiness. Now, not every day is a good day. I, of all people, know that. But sometimes, when we have the realization that we get to choose, that makes it a better day. As a mother of four and a nana of nine and over 30 years of experience, 52 years of life experience um, as an entrepreneur, trainer, coach, mentor for over 15 years, I want to share some insights that helped me reach Resilience Mastery most days (laughs) and I say most days because we have to recognize that it's a daily practice to live our best lives. So let's get started on today's podcast. And this one is journaling. I want to talk about journaling and what this brings to my life and possibly could bring to yours. If you already journal then maybe you should just share this podcast who you've been with someone that you've been trying to explain why journaling is important and how it can benefit someone's life in a meaningful way. I've been journaling for a long time. Uh, I can't remember the year I started, but it was well before my 20-year-old daughter was born, Uh, so that was in 2001, so long, long time before that I was journaling. And not consistently at that time, but as I got older and realized the benefits of it, I journaled more and more. And I use journals for ideas. I use it to get stuff out of my head. And that's some of the, th- the importance of journaling is to really get stuff out of your head. Now, anyone who is an overthinker can resonate with this, I am sure is that when you have a lot of stuff in your head going round and round, um, it's just your thoughts and there's no other input. But when you can dump it out on a page, uh, there's something about writing it down and letting it go. And it's not that you can always let it go and it's not always that you can let it go at that moment, but writing it down um you know there there is real studies out there that show the benefits of being able to get stuff out and i guess part of this is why people write books because they can tell their story and uh when it comes to journaling there are no rules around it, like it's whatever it is for you. And if you want to write a page, or if you want to write 10 pages, again, there's no rules around this. This is whatever it is for you. But when you journal, and you can write down whatever you want, you can scream on those pages, and you can write your heartfelt feelings down. And it's interesting because when you ask people about how many, you know, what are they feeling and sometimes they can't articulate that. But if you write it down, you know, it could be I'm feeling really angry right now. And then as you write that you're feeling angry, something else might come up. And then, you know, so you can continue writing it. Now, sometimes when you're journaling, it can bring up stuff. And so then you keep writing and writing until, you know, you get it out. And I think one of the reasons that people don't want to do journals sometimes is they don't want all the stuff to come out. They're afraid of what's going to come out, I think can be the case. That's what I've experienced with some of my clients when I was coaching. But my experience is that it is really helpful. And at the beginning of a year, every year, I go back through my journals and I read you know, where I was a year ago or where I was five years ago and it's really interesting to read and some of the stuff that's in there, you know, like how I was feeling at that time or what I was grateful for at that time or, you know, there's letters in here to family members because I can't say, you know, if there's something I can't say to a family member because they're not ready to hear it or it's just not a conversation that we're going to have. Writing a letter to that particular person is a really good way for me to be able to process stuff and get it out. And in fact, sometimes when I write it down, I have a different perspective. So in my mind, you know, I might be right about something or in my mind I might be upset about something. But when I write it down, I actually process it differently and go, hmm, that's really interesting. And it's really helped me look at situations from a different perspective. So, you know, and then I might write letters to myself. I remember back when my two eldest children were very young and you're talking um, maybe two and three and I was, in fact, no, I think they were a bit younger than that because I was on my own. And I was living on my own and, and felt quite lonely at that time. Um, and so at night time after I got the kids to bed, my kids were always in bed asleep and it was 7.30 at night and that was time for me to just have to myself and quiet time and recharge ready for the next day. And I had a fireplace at this house and I used to write letters to myself and then I'd throw them in the fireplace and, you know, they'd burn. And part of that at the time was I was so paranoid that someone might find these letters. that I didn't want any evidence of them because, you know, I was pouring out my heart in these letters. I was saying, you know, because life was very difficult at that time, I had left a relationship, a marriage that... um was filled with domestic violence and and as I um, would sit there at night, I, I would wonder what my life was going to be like and what my future was going to hold and so I would write these letters and then throw them in the fire and I think that was very therapeutic for me at that time and, and um, it, it enabled me to work through some stuff. So there are lots of different reasons why we want we want to put stuff down on on a page and and of course, too, if you don't want anyone to read that or to discover it, then you've got to find a way to keep that private um, but then you might write letters that you want someone to find. I don't know <laughs> that could be the case. Sometimes I wish that some of my letters were found um, you know, and but I'd reflect on lots of things and. And I guess, you know, moving forward, I've got a number of journals that, you know, one day when I leave this earth, my children will see them and reflect on them and, and, um, yeah, that could be um, maybe hard for them or therapeutic for them, I'm not quite sure. But, you know, as I've said, there's a number of reasons why we we want to journal. But if you think about there's times where you have great ideas and you you don't write them down and we can all have the greatest memory and that's fine, but sometimes we come up with these ideas that do just leave us. Or I know when I was um, really deep in writing, that there would be moments where I went, oh, remember that time, so I want to write that down. So sometimes you're going to use your journal for that as well. Um, the other thing I use my journal for is to remind myself about things of who I am. And if you remember there were times where you really overcame adversity or you you know, met a challenge or you had an adventure or, you know, you want to write those things down and you want to remember them because you can draw on those things uh, at different times where you're struggling or at different times where you want to be inspired or, you know, it doesn't matter. But there's lots of times where you can reflect back on what you've written. And there were even times where I was doing some therapy where I was reminding myself about my qualities, the qualities that I have, that I'm proud of. And sometimes when we're going through difficult times, we need to remind ourselves of good qualities and not wait for external people to remind us of these things. So, you know, when I write down that, I think, you know, back in 2017, I've got a journal page because I have a couple of my journals open while I'm talking to you. And I wrote down and I reminded myself that I am smart, I'm sensitive, intelligent, and a good role model. And I'm reminding myself that I will focus more on where I succeed and less of where I fall down because it's really easy to remember our failures opposed to our successes at times. I wrote down things that I love about myself And there are times where I write in my journal reflections and then there's other things that I'm grateful for. The other thing I write down is what I'm grateful for in the future that I want to bring in. So there's lots of different aspects to a journal. It's not just you've got to write down everything at the end of the day. Now, does it matter if you don't write in it every day? No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all when you want to write down stuff or when you know you're in a place where you need to write down stuff to get it out of your head. Now, when I first started journaling, one of the benefits of journaling was to enable me to dump everything out of my head so I could sleep well. And so it was very beneficial to have my journal on my bedside table and then I could dump out what my thoughts were and then I could go into a sleep you know, so that that was extremely beneficial. When I'm coming to the end of the year, I want to put in my journal, you know, reflections on what the year has brought and what I hope for the new year. So I do a lot of journaling. In fact, when I journaled this year, so spending New Year's Eve by myself is actually something I like to do. Not always, but sometimes. Um, because it allows me to, again, reflect and then have my intentions. So so I look in here and I journaled. I had a page for um, New Year's Eve. Then I wrote down what was I grateful for. Then I wrote down my intentions, and they were my intentions for the year. And then also what I wanted to bring into my future and I also took the time to write down my values. So, over um, the last 12 months, one of the things I've really been working on is bringing my values back into alignment and really living those values. And um, that has meant that there are some people who I don't have a close relationship with anymore because I choose not to, because um, my boundaries were very much pushed. And it didn't align. I didn't feel respected. So I wrote about that. I wrote what that meant for me. Because sometimes when we um, spend less time with someone or cut someone out of our life, I know that sounds a bit harsh, but sometimes if you want to change what you're doing in life and you want to change the results and you want to change how you feel, then there are people that you spend less time with. Um someone once said to me you um this and this came from I, I'm not sure who this came from, but I know it did come from someone because I've heard it a number of times that there are people you will spend three minutes with, three hours with, three days with, three months with and maybe three years with and you'll know who those people are and one of the things that, great about being a human person is you get to choose um, who you want to spend time with when you take back your boundaries. Or if you really haven't had boundaries in the past, maybe it's time to journal what those boundaries are. Think about what they look like and think about if someone is crossing your boundaries, uh, how does that make you feel? And so when we understand how that makes us feel. Sometimes we can make decisions not to allow that to happen in the future. So a lot of this stuff can be really deep and very meaningful and very um, emotionally triggering at times as well. So that's where journaling comes in because it helps you, um, I guess, rationalise and and put into perspective um, you know, what, what it is you want to do or what it is you don't want to do anymore. So um, and think about that when you're telling yourself what you don't want to do anymore, you might have a story attached to that or you might feel like you have to spend a lot of time with people when in fact you don't. You can, If you have to spend time with people, you can limit that time and you'll find that you'll feel a lot better sometimes we spend p- time with people and they really drain our energy. That's a bit of a sign that maybe you should spend less time with them. So this is part of the reason, you know, we we journal. And so if you're going to start journaling, if you haven't before, all you have to do, it doesn't have to be a fancy notebook or anything, but, you know, I go and buy myself a new journal every year. Um, I don't always feel the old one, but sometimes I go, I want a new one and I get to start again. You know, you write a new page, it's a new chapter. And um, if you want to, I always buy myself a nice pen because I like to write with that. Um, and so whatever works for you, if, if it's a old notebook, if it's a journal, if it's a pretty one or whatever it is for you, treat yourself. And then just put a date in there. It's important to put a date in there because then you can reflect back. Like I'm looking at, you know, a date in here of, you know, the 23rd of August 2017 and and then I can jump through to the 2nd of January 2022 and, you know, so and and everything in between and I can reflect on that and it's actually quite nice to read back over it and go, oh, lordy, lord, did I really think that? Or, wow, yep, I achieved that. That was really good. Um, so, yeah, so go and do that. Treat yourself and start writing in at any time. But don't have these rigid rules for yourself. It doesn't matter if you don't write in it every day. It doesn't matter if you write one line or 10 lines, or a full page, or three pages. It really doesn't matter. There are no hard and fast rules. But you write whatever. And if nothing comes out, I don't know, write that. Nothing's coming out today. <laughs> and then you'll reflect back on that day and go, wow, you know, I couldn't write anything at this time. Um, so, you know, take away the hard and fast rules and just enjoy if you can write something in there. And then you can try again the next day and the next day or the next week, whatever it is for you. So I hope this was helpful. And again, like I said, if you've been journaling for a while, and you've talked to someone and they want to start to journal, maybe share this podcast with them and this might be helpful for them to realise that there's no hard and fast rules, just write. You're writing. If you go, oh, I've got messy writing, who cares? No one's reading it but you. And I'm sorry, but by now you should be able to uh, read your own writing. Um. I remember writing here. I'll I'll just read something simple. This was, I only had four lines in this page, 25th of April, 2019. I wrote, I give up. I surrender. I have nothing left to give, to be, or even to say. Well, maybe the last part isn't true. I always have something to say. (laughs) Um, You know, and that's all I could write on that day and see how that's okay. It doesn't mean... Anything you just and then I have. I think the next day, gosh, I had um, four pages to three pages. Sorry, so who knows? So, thanks for tuning in again. I hope you get a lot from this podcast and keep tuning in. Share this podcast with anyone that you know wants to build their resilience muscle that wants to have more peace and joy in their life. And hopefully in this podcast, you might be able to get something uh, to take you forward in a more positive way. Cheers for now.